So what was it? I had a four-hour bus ride back from Long Island. So I, I got bored and I just set the lineups. <laughs> was it yesterday or like when? Yeah. Oh, so yeah, I, 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 I looked, you know. Yeah, how did your team do yesterday? Because mine did shit yesterday. Dude, my team's on fire right now. I, I we just keep we're winning. down. Don't worry. No, Jari, Jari fucked me yesterday. He was minus three point eight points, bro. Went up six against fucking Edmonton with forty one saves. It's retarded. No one else started to score. Butchnevich didn't score. We Josh scored three won. points today. Three. We're good. Points. We're good. No, on my team. Brutal. My team got 22 points today. Jesus. Who are we playing? You're playing Sergey. That's one of your buddies, right? Yeah, that's uh, Pivnev. Okay, okay. You know Pivnev. You played with him. Yeah, I know. That's why I, I, I needed a second. Give me a second. <laughs> one of the best offenses in the league. I don't fucking care. I, I mean, dude, I, did I have asked this draft, and it's still one of the best teams. Yo, I, I, love how, team. I just like seeing John at the very bottom with the <laughs> fantastic name. I, 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 just, I just love being able to beat Ethan. Oh, that was great. <laughs> we didn't have to hear him. He's probably like one in like seven in his fantasy. In his, you, um, you know the second he lost that game, he was punching air. <laughs> he didn't set up lineup for two days, which which made my fucking day. Matt, just start waving your arm. Waving your wave your arm. Yeah. Dude, that's the one problem in my office. I if I sit too long, the lights go out. <laughs> Bro, I didn't even peep look how empty that shit is in the, the back. The lights just turn off, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Dude, there's been times that I'm just sitting in sitting in here doing some work, and like. Twenty minutes goes by with the lights off because I'm just focused on work and I don't decide to turn them on. How's our predictions doing? Awful. Oh, terrible. You weren't terrible. here. I, I know I wasn't here. I, I've, I've been I've been a little busy lately. You've been MIA. Oh, for oh like yeah, I know, I know. We went the episode that didn't end up going out. We talked about how we recorded twice in like a month and or in like six weeks. So like why they're so spread out, but. No, I'm trying. I don't know. I didn't take a screenshot of our predictions because not like anyone's been posting on the Instagram. But uh, again, I know, I know. I'm just throwing, I'm just being an asshole, being an asshole. <laughs> I, I, I've been a little busy, and you guys can feel free to pick up the slack anytime. Anytime. Yeah, Frankie. Yeah, Frankie. Whoa, 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 whoa. I just picked up my, my another class. Do you understand? What? Your boy it's put not- in a lot of work on this podcast from the start. Picking up a little slack would have been nice, you know. <laughs> but so right. uh, we said, we said the, the I said Seattle and everyone followed me. Okay, that was good. Um, yeah, I, I said the Guardians. That was pretty obvious what was going to happen. That uh, this we is also, an outdated photo. This is an outdated photo. It's the five seed was the Padres, and I said the Mets were going to win, and they didn't. And uh. The anger subsided from the last two episodes, so you know no, it's, it's a lot it's better still, now. It's still down Frankie, there. It's still how down how, down how much 
Were you punching air when the Mets lost? Oh, I was furious. I was actually so depressed. Game one, when they lost, I drank my miseries away. I don't know how much I drank. <laughs> I just remember waking up in my bed. Uh, there's There was a video of me listening to Stan drinking whiskey in Brandon's basement. Oh, I saw that. I, I ended saw up deleting that, that because I don't stuff. remember posting that, but there's that. Game wait, two wait, 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 one. wait, wait. You were drinking whiskey? I was mad. I was depressed. Wow. Yeah, it was, Frankie it was, does not do hard alcohol, bro. No, it was a. Imagine getting bl- Max Scherzer. We were so confident. Max Scherzer was just like, you know what? My arm died. That's it. Man was like, you know what? Let's blow this Atlanta Braves series in the fun. Mm-hmm. I, I want to change my. I want. I told Mitch I wanted to change my topic for the radio segment to how the Mets culture tra- from the Mets culture changed to how the Mets season collapsed in seven days. That's what I wanted to change my topic to because it's true. The Mets got swept by the Braves, and then a week later, they lost game three to the Padres. All in one week. I think it was the series against the Cubs that really was the end. Oh, no. But, uh, what, DeGrom wasn't all there. Offense wasn't there for a while. But don't forget, that's after they just lost Marte. So I can understand why their offense was shifting a little bit. Marte was their best left-handed pitcher. Don't uh, bet left-handed. Uh, left-handed Hitter against left-handers. There you go. And uh, Come on, Frankie. Especially, especially casual, we didn't have to for the, uh, that Oakland series, and we lost that brutal game, the Grom's worst start in five years almost. Uh, but, yeah, enough about my Mets. You know, they blew it. They'll be back next year. A lot of free agents. We'll Ooh. see what happens. It, it's okay. Have... My Yankees just followed in your footsteps. It, no, but okay. you guys, look, and, and my main argument <laughs> – was how the Mets get this? The Mets and the Yankees won the same amount of games this year. You know how crazy that is. They won an entire series more, and they won the same amount of games. I mean, my whole thing with the Yankees is you're not going to win a playoff game when you don't know who your leadoff hitter is game to game. You don't know who your starting shortstop is game to game. You pull your. I I, I just had my sports. I have a lot to say about the Yankees. The pitcher you paid thirty-two to thirty-five million dollars a season for, with bases loaded, to get that out, you pull him for Lou Trevino, who ends up giving up the winning. Are we not going to talk about uh, what uh, in game what in the in the last game of the series, game four? Uh, who was it? Uh, Glaber to what was IKF? Yeah. First of all, that 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 Altuve infield hit was close as hell. You could have made the argument that he was out. Okay? But then you got the blessing in disguise. You got the double play ball, routine double play ball, botch it. You end up scoring the tying run and the go-ahead run, and then the Yankees don't score again. You guys could have won that game. Not saying you guys would have won the series, but it wouldn't have been a sweep. sweep, All they had to do was not drop a fly ball in center field for a guy we traded. Oh my god! And then the two-run homer came. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. We traded him because he's a Gold Glove outfielder. Well, no, that was just miscommunication with Judge. You know, right? Like, would but you rather have seen them collide? Judge would have taken him. I think Judge would have taken. Him. Yeah, but then you also saw the same thing that happened with Bo Bichette and Springer. You know, you never want to see something like that happen. You know. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, like, make a catch, make a catch. So yeah, uh, I was spot. I I said it last episode. I was spot on with my Did last episode ever get released. No, 
but it's gonna get released before this one. I'm gonna put them, <laughs> I'm putting them both out on the same Friday. I'm gonna put a oh, double sweet. double header. There double header, go. yes, I right, am. Make a make a post about that. Yeah, no, uh, we get I'll, yes, I'll somebody gotta make a post. I'll I'll figure it out. You wanna sign John up? Yeah, no, I wouldn't even sign to watch a dead fish. Bro, John Lily dead. No, John said, "Oh yeah, I'll be there," and just didn't. Show never showed up. up. He pretended I mean, to be his dad and never no, showed Ethan, up. Ethan was crazy, bro. Ethan Lily popped his head in, asked one question, and was like, "Gotta go." Yeah, he literally was there for like ten minutes. He said he'd nah, be he brought up the Yankees and left. Yeah, the, the only thing I want to know—he's got a game tonight, but I had practice and I'm still here. I. I but I don't understand. You you had a game. I get it. But I had a workout. Literally doing, we're doing I, I just love how he takes his beer league like he's playing in the NHL right now. Bro, we t- I take fucking my workouts more serious than he takes his beer league. No, I don't take my workouts that serious than he takes his beer league. I, that's what I meant to say. Dude, you would think he's playing in like a top pro league somewhere. Yeah, you would, you would think he's playing like and for the NA or the NTDC right now. That's how serious. Oh, uh, and don't forget, he also said for another reason was, oh, his sister was showing up tomorrow. That was one of his reasons. She left <laughs> already. No, 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 no. This is before when we were recording the other. Oh, episode. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, oh, my sister's coming tomorrow. Like, how does that relate to today? Yeah, no, it, make, it makes no sense. But sure, go off, I guess, girl. Hey, we nah, like- but then he had a meeting, he said, the meeting that magically popped up somewhere. So. Anyway, welcome to the boys of 718, everybody. Yeah. I'm Matt. We got Mitch. We got Frankie. We don't know why Frankie's here, but we're rocking with him. How's everybody doing? Good question. Ask me on a better day. Yeah, that's a fact. What's going on with school there, Mitch? Um, A lot, actually. Uh, just figuring out my classes for the next year and a half. Uh, going through existential crises on a, on a, on a daily basis. Um, so yeah, school's, school's kind of tough. I'm looking at my potential schedules for the next three semesters. They don't look that bad, but they still look pretty fucked. Cause I got two 200 level classes and two high 300 level classes for next semester. Three 300 level classes and a 100 level class the following semester. And my last semester, three 300 levels and another 100 level, which is honestly pretty terrible. So it's it's not it's not fun whatsoever. Yeah, it sounds brutal. But, you know, at least you could be like me, you know, like I go the entire first half of my semester without another class. Right. I go with the first four. I have four classes, and then I go to a fifth class. I just got a, a fully, fully virtual accelerated course, and I looked at the first assignment, and I want to jump off a bridge. Like, yeah, no, I'm making I'm making my schedule where it's like three, two to three out of the four classes I take a semester are asynchronous. Like my minor is basically a minor you could take fully online. So like this semester I have one that's one class online. Uh next semester I'll have all of my classes that actually are online except for a microbial lab. That's a three hour class I have to travel for. Um and then after that it's literally three three two to three classes a semester are async. So I'm not really complaining too much, but it's still it's schedule already or like you're still um, like you're looking at them. So I'm going for next semester. Our schedule for next semester is already out. 
like the classes are that classes are, are they're available to select you're saying yeah but i can i can only register november 7th okay um, see that's fair like i see all the posters around i took a photo of a few of them like i saw like a um a, what a photoshop class no experience needed i'm probably going to do that one it's only a two day yeah. week one for an hour might, might as well no yeah, that needed. seems like could be pretty easy. But like, I can't actually go and try and join the course until the seventh. Yeah. So, like, I the, what I was doing for the fall and spring of twenty three twenty four was I'm looking at the classes that were offered, um, that were offered previous semesters. Uh, well, same semester previous year. So, like, instead of fall 23, I'm looking at this current fall 22 semester. And instead of spring 24, I'm looking at the spring 23 and spring 22 semesters. Mm. So, I'm just looking at what class we're offered then and what. if they're And if they're going to be offered those upcoming semesters, and I'm just going to sign up for them right away. Because I have seniority since technically I'm a senior. A senior that's an athlete. Um. Well, it's a club sport. Athlete's an overstatement. When you get four shifts a game, do you really consider yourself an athlete? Oh no, ask half my team. I want to stay on this topic <laughs> though. What is an athlete? Because, uh, in class on Thursday, um, someone did an interview on the esports coach, right? And esports program at my school is a very new program. They're still like setting mm-hmm. everything up. And the interview was actually a very well, well, a very good interview. You know, the questions were asked very well, uh, a lot of answers that I didn't expect. And at the end of it, my professor's like, but well, are we really going to consider esports players athletes? So would you consider an esport player, someone that plays video games professionally or at competitions, an athlete? I would say... Hmm, that's a that's a good one. I don't know, cause like we had, this, we, had this, we had this talk about bowling and golf too. Like I wouldn't consider bowling to be, or it shouldn't be at least a professional sport because if you can eat hot dogs, chicken fingers during your sport, are you really considered as a sport? Like, let's be honest. I- I mean, I get the argument. I really do. But at the same time, you are an athlete. It's not something everybody can do. So his my, my professor's argument was no. And he was saying he took the best uh, athlete in the room for baseball. And then he took he made up this hypothetical player. I mean, this hypothetical gamer. And if he, he said if you put him up to five five things against the actual baseball player, like the esports player and the baseball player. You put them against five trials and four of them are like athletic, like the a 40 yard dash, like regular things that you would see like an athlete do running, you know, stamina, everything. And then one of them be a gaming one who would win at least four of the five. if not five out of five. Four of, I would say four to five would be the base, the hypothetical baseball player. Yeah, that that's that's what his argument is because an athlete, like, is physically like does stuff when a gamer uses a controller. 
but I think it's its own subcategory. I don't think it's an actual athlete. That's why you put the esports in front of it, which makes it a valid esport athlete. That's you know, I I, I get that argument. I do. I but when you think of athletics, the, it, math, look, mathletes. Technically, it's just a different body part being used that compared to. For, okay, hockey players, for example, we use both our body and our brain at the same time. They primarily use their brain because they, when you look at, I think, well, I don't know if there were studies actually done for this. I'm pretty sure there there are. Um, but you'll see different parts of the brain start lighting up when you see an uh, esports athlete play play whatever game they're playing, like rocket league or well yeah that's also like uh, like the the memory type thing like you know like when like you have a muscle memory to do something you know yeah. like you, like for when you're clicking the control you don't have to actually sit there looking at your controller you just know yeah. so is that i mean i feel like the athletes are just every different category can be an athlete it, it it's its own subcategories per per uh, sport you're looking at yeah, no, I fully agree. That's why I want to bring it up here because I thought that you there are multiple. There's two both sides you could obviously make arguments for, but I just want to see because you guys uh, are both actual actual athletes, and I'm more of a I'll cook you on on two K on my PlayStation <laughs> type athlete. So Frankie, I'll cook you any day. Don't even try. No, yeah, please stop it. I'll okay, so my PlayStation time, on right there. So next time we're all home. We're gonna have a two K battle between the two of you, best of best of three. Bro, there's no question. Okay, easy money. Okay, no, um, calm down. You can, you'll probably cook me. You'll probably cook me an MLB, depending on like if we use if we're using like like depending on what roster you give me. You give me the uh, give me any team with LeBron or any team with Curry. You're not touching you. You're out. No, I was gonna say I was gonna say like do hockey, be- uh, baseball, basketball, and football. Oh, uh, I'm I fucking I'm I'm ass at Madden. So am I. I, I know, think that so. would be the that would be the even like an even game right there. Well, if I use yeah. them, if I use if I use the Ravens, you're not winning. I'm smoking. Uh, yeah, so, I'll cook you with the Cowboys. That's oh, what I'm saying. So two? We- yo, yo, someone clip it, yo, yo. That's it, yo. Yo, yo so- I will use the Ravens. You can use the Cowboys. I will win. No, Frankie. So let's let's do this. Let's use it, our teams in each sport and go go against each other. Bro, anything in a, a NHL, you, you ain't catching me on it. I'm just saying, <laughs> not a shot. I'm trash oh. at. I'm trash at video games, so you should be. Able I have to, FIFA like, for free on my PlayStation. I'm just saying. So if you want to play some FIFA, I got it. I'm just saying. Like, I yeah, never FIFA played could FIFA. Be the in fifth my sport. Life. FIFA could be the fifth sport because four you could end up in a tie. So FIFA would be would be the it, fifth. It's gonna be four zero. What are you talking about? It's not gonna. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna cook him in like three. <laughs> so let, let's take it up then. Let's take let's take it up on the offer. Matt, Yo, I'm you. gonna I'm gonna treat him like Houston treated the Yankees. It's that simple. <laughs> With utter disrespect. No, no, no. We got to talk about that Yankee game because we really brushed over it because the last time we recorded was right before the series started. And Ethan said they got a shot. They're, they're gonna, I'm like, I asked him. I'm, I'm pretty sure I asked him if they were going to get swept. He said no. He said, I was like, I hope not. Wally was here. Is I watched game four of the Phillies game at the bar with literally all of my teammates who are all Phillies fans. And the entire bar erupted 
when the well, Phillies. Let's won. talk about the extended playoffs. How everyone was pushing for um twelve uh, a twelve game play a twelve team playoff, not a fourteen team playoff, and how literally a t- a person uh, a team that wouldn't even be in consideration for a postseason spot last year is going to the World Series. I love it. I I don't love it that it's an, another NL East team that's an underdog team because you had ni- the Nationals in 19, you have the Braves in 21, now you got the Phillies. W- where are my Mets? Where are they at? Where's our Mets? The Mets suck. That's why. The Mets did not suck this year. You know that. Their offense fell apart. Their pitching is fucking old and injury ridden, riddled. I I don't I don't I don't understand. The the same pitching you said w- was going to be the best in the league. It still was the best in the league, but the season ended up catching up to Max Scherzer. You know, Chris Bassett was never reliable anyway. You look at his numbers against the Padres. Look at his numbers against the Braves. He had, you know, Max Scherzer was. I I was shocked about that Max Scherzer performance against both the Padres and the Braves. But why are we back on the Mets? But Degrom had a very good game against the Padres, and he had a an okay game against the the Braves. He gave up three. He gave up four hits. Uh, no, five hits. And he gave up three home runs. The offense wasn't there for him. I don't blame DeGrom for that game. I don't blame him for either. But, like, I blame Bassett. But the Yankees, I think there were some questionable bullpen moves. I saw an article today that Boone and Cashman are retaining their jobs. I think that is ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous for Cashman and the I think Boone was should have been gone last year. I think he should have been gone. But then I said, I looked back. I sent Ethan a screenshot of his three-year contract. I said, you're screwed. He said, no, we're not. Look at where we are 365 days later. So, I mean, again, I, I don't mind Boone as a coach. I think he mismanaged the, the bullpen in the playoffs. I really do. But at the same token, like, I don't mind him as a coach. The only thing I could truly see is I don't think Cashman should stay around. I think it's time to move on for Cashman. I think it's definitely time to move on from the analytics department because those are the two that are really holding us down, truthfully. Uh, I personally think Cashman should go, and I think it should be judge's decision if Boone stays. Because Cashman, in the beginning of the year, released – uh, well, when they did the contract negotiation and Judge turned it down and an opening day started with uh, the Red Sox series, Judge said, I do not want the uh, the contract or negotiation to be released to the public. I want that to stay in-house. And Cashman said, fuck you, releases it. And then the Yankees fan booed him. There was that whole discussion in the first month of what happened. And we talked about this in class once again. Dude, We recorded our third podcast that day. Did we? Was not opening day, was it? Yeah, that was technical difficulties. Are we sure? I'm 100% sure. Because I remember watching the game from where I was living in Great Falls. I'm pretty sure technical difficulties was the the first Apple TV game and the Mets are on it. No, no. This was the one with Phil. Yeah. yeah, no, that was during that was when right when I got out of class. That was on the eighth. Day after opening yeah, day. Maybe you're, right not, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah. You're right. 
I yeah yeah. But right. okay, Frankie, as someone who doesn't know much about baseball and how players come and go, where do you think Judge is going to go next year? Oh, it's it's between a few different teams, you know. Obviously, okay. keep the Yankees in there because the Yankees are where he's from. He can get the most money from them, obviously, because obviously at any sport you stay with the team that you're with, you get a little more money. But um, there have been lots of articles on him going to the San Francisco Giants. <laughs> Uh, okay. Giants. Uh, the articles were he's rumored the Giants were gonna pursue him and Trey Turner to get a, sh- a new shortstop, new outfielder, sign him for a long term deal, and become competitive after what they had what 80, 82 wins last year or this last upcoming season, and then they had the one hundred seven season, the historic year. But um, I also know the Dodgers are going to put make a pursue, uh, pursue, and I know that Trey Turner, the Dodgers are willing to let Trey Turner walk, so they can sign Judge and then move Mookie to second and then get a, a filler for short. So I think those are the three I mean, teams. The, the Dodgers have so much money tied up right now. I don't see them. Well, realistically they, also, they have the time, they have the freed up space due to Turner being a free agent. Both Turners actually. Right, but at the same time, I feel I feel like that money's not really there. You, if you, if you get what I'm There's, trying to no, say, there like, are so many free agents, and they have so many people ready to take those spots. You know. Yeah, that's well, I, Kershaw, I don't. Are you going to really give really Kershaw twenty million dollars a year again? No. No. Bellinger is going to be looking for fifteen, twenty million dollars. <laughs> Bellinger is not getting that money because he's been bad since nineteen. He's only good defensively, and that's even that. Is it worth playing him in the outfield for his lack of offense? <clears throat> you have Justin Turner, whose deal is finally up. Uh, an older third baseman who has been declining his last three years. You're not going to bring him back. And then you have Trey Turner, who's expected to get $30-plus million, most likely, being one of the best shortstops in the game. And he wants to move to the East. So uh, I'm pretty sure the Yankees are going to pursue him and let Judge walk if they don't get Judge. Probably do like a little swap of Turner going to the Yankees, getting a shortstop, maybe moving Cabrera, uh, um, Peraza to uh, second or getting rid of Torres. Let's remember one thing. Let's remember one thing. Yankees cannot move, cannot sign a shortstop this offseason. They can. They could just reposition players around. They can't, they can't because they've been so high on Volpe. You you did not sign Correa for that reason. If you sign a shortstop this year and don't well, get Volpe. Volpe just got the third uh, AAA. That's but the bad. thing is, like you, you, you avoided one of the best shortstops in the game this year and traded for IKF and Josh Donaldson. Because you're so locked in on this kid Correa is still going to be. But the whole thing, the whole thing is they they avoided getting him this year, the year they wanted to win the championship. They avoid getting one of the best shortstops in the game because they wanted to hold the spot for a kid who wasn't even coming up this year. So you're going to tell me now they're going to just say, "Fuck that," and go out and get a shortstop? That will lead to a revolution of Yankee fans. Uh, I don't think – well, don't forget, Trey Turner is still one of the best out there, so it doesn't really – the Yankee fans would be happy if he produces. But I'm not, I see – I completely but at the same time, 
but at the same time, then what do you do with What were the options besides Correa on on the on the market last year? There was a couple top shots. I know. I, I know. Trevor Story was one of them, but Trevor Story was already complaining that he couldn't play the field anymore, so he wanted to move to second. So that's why Boston worked out. I know that. Who, was, pretty... who went to a? Who went to a Texas? Oh, Javi Baez. Yeah, you guys would never have signed Javi Baez. That was Detroit. But, yeah, it was. It was Detroit. I said Texas. Oh, oh, Corey. You're right, Corey. Uh, Corey Seager, yeah. I was thinking Javi Baez because he left the Mets. But all out of all those shortstops, you guys would have only went for Correa. And Correa was, one, never going to be a Yankee because of all the past history. And two, the Yankees probably didn't want to offer him the contract that he wanted, which was due to the lockout, he wanted that opt-out after one year. But the whole thing was they didn't offer it to him because the whole thing they made it was they wanted Volpe to come up. But now, a they, year later... They knew that they Volpe that wasn't ready. He may not he even knew he wasn't the, ready this year. He's probably not going to even make the opening day roster. Right. But the whole thing is, you you set the standard that IKF's the shortstop because we want Volpe to come up. You want ready to go another two and a half months of IKF if, if he's ready? But the whole thing, too, was we have Peraza, we have Cabrera, we have Volpe. We don't need to get a shortstop. You don't bring up Peraza till the end. You don't bring up Cabrera till the end. You haven't even got Volpe of uh, steady stint in AAA yet. So what the fuck are you going to do? You're going to now sign a shortstop long term and, and push all those guys back when you could now have used them in the past to get a trade option and fucking get a championship. Well, are you also if 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 you're ready to go with Volpe, are you ready to not maybe be competitive the first year or so? I mean, Listen. if you're not going to be competitive in one position, you're already not competitive in that position already. No, 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 no. I'm saying Judge leaves, right? Without and we we could all agree. This I mean, if Judge if Judge leaves at this point, it's rebuild. That's what that's what I'm saying. If I was saying originally, you let Turner go to the uh, I mean Judge go to the Dodgers or the, or the Giants, and then you would do like a swap where you get Trey Turner because you free up that salary. Now, if you don't get Turner because you want to wait for Volpe, without judging that team, you guys were probably not making the playoffs this year. Don't my forget Rizzo's is, also a free. You have a lot of free agents as well. So my whole thing is a if different you, squad if that you're looking walk, at. If Judge walks, hang on. If Judge walks. You move on from Torres. Well, no, you, you wait for Torres now. You screwed no, him. At this point, no. At this point, Torres is done. Okay, so you're saying Torres is gone. Who's taking his spot? You're not having DJ there. DJ should be. No, you have your entire roster should be. Your entire offense should be changed. You're screwed with Stannon, who can't play the field really, even though he likes that. He plays better when he's in the field, but you don't want the liability of him playing defense. Well, my whole thing is, you get rid of Torres. I I like Bader. I actually like Bader, but you got Domingo. You got him under for you got him for another year. Then you got to give him something. Well, my whole thing is, you got him for another year. Hopefully, Dominguez is uh ready to go in that. Year. I heard that he's starting. Oh, oh, I I heard that there's a a very strong possibility that he starts in AAA next year. That's how yeah, he so he, how he performed in that playoffs. 
he's probably starting there. And Maybe even double. So, but I know so what you do from there. It, what you do from there is you move Stan in the right field, Bader to left, Dominguez in center. Then you got Peraza and Volpe as your second and shortstop. You need to find a third baseman that's not worth twenty five million a year. You need you need to move on from DJ. I love DJ. He's a great hitter, but at the same time, he's not been what he was when we first got him. I get he's a good utility guy, but at the end of the day, I don't think he's going to be a factor anymore. Rizzo, it's time to start finding a fucking first baseman. A young uh, first Rizzo baseman. has a player option. He may not even be there next year. He may just opt out and leave. I mean, Rizzo's going to stay. I, I think Rizzo's going to stay because he's not going to really find another job that's going to pay him this money. How much are you making again? He made $16 million this year. But what, uh, with all the players that you just said. Well, oh, you also got to re-sign Severino. He's a free agent this year and done with um, done with arbitration. That Truthfully, that's why they got rid of Montgomery, I think. He had arbitration years left, but at the same time, you got to save money some places. Yeah, and look how he performed for, for the Cardinals. He, he turned up. Oh, he, he's going to be a stud. Well, I think you still, I still, you still won that deal. I can't lie. The Yankees still won it with Bader. I'm not I'm not sure about that. I'm really not sure about that. Uh, Bader's they, 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 he's Bader he was the only fucking player in the, on, the, on the roster to hit in the postseason, really, besides Rizzo. I get that, but at the same time, it's too small of a sample size. I'll tell you next year if, he was, if we won or lost that trade. But with the roster that you just told me, the starting nine for the for the position, not even talking about pitching for offense, fielding and offense, uh, does that sound like a, a playoff roster? No, but at the same time, I've seen worse teams get in, and with the expanded playoffs, that's a wild card team. Yeah, but a wild card team, you would have to be. Don't forget, there the Orioles are up and coming. The Orioles are coming. Don't forget that the Orioles had a great year and they missed the postseason by what three games? Yeah. So I, imagine, I, I, and how close was that AL East? It got really close. It got down to four games. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that it's going to be a top team. I'm not saying they're going to win 100 games. I'm not even going to say they're going to be 30 games over 500. They might be at 500. But I think they, given the year, given the teams they play, I think, remember, the schedule is now that you got to play every team once. It's a completely different – that's a great point, how the rosters – how the schedule looks completely different. So, like, you don't even know what's going to end up happening, you know? They're not gonna like those really good, there's always that one really good team in the division and they wipe their division and they always end up winning every – like, the most games. Right, so now you, the Yankees aren't going to have 18 games against Baltimore to, to beat up on them. They're not going to have to play the Red Sox as many times. They're not going to have to play Toronto as many times. And they're they're gonna not going to have to play better teams in the AL and the NL. Right, but they're also going to get to play the worst teams in the AL and the NL. And truthfully, there's a lot more worse teams in the NL than there are in the AL. I'm pretty sure it's like pretty even. I I don't know. It might be. It might be, but you're going to get teams like Cincinnati. You're going to get teams like Pittsburgh. You're going to get all the teams that you wish you played more often just to be able to, um, just to be able to gain games now. 
Like, the opportunities are going to be there more, I think. I think that the NL has, like, the very, very worst teams in the league. But I think overall, like, bad teams. Like, we have the – I think we have two of the three worst teams in baseball in the NL. But, like, you have more teams that are, like, under 500 and not good, you know? Yeah. And I one more thing, because you haven't been here for a while, so I got to ask, do you think Judge going for the Triple Crown ruins your chances at anything special from him in the playoffs? No, I don't think so. You don't think it got to him mentally and then those few days off knowing that he didn't get it, and then he came out going, striking out seven of his first eight at-bats? And then batting like one one thirty for the playoffs. No, I think the days off hurt him more because he was so in a groove from playing every day. Because when you look at it, when he was chasing well, that's the, just the playoffs, crown, that's the format now. I know, but at the same time, think about it. When he was chasing it, he wasn't getting like hits. He wasn't getting a lot of hits. He was having really good at bats and getting and a lot. Of a lot. Yep, they were scared to pitch to him. Once you got into the playoffs. He didn't have that same approach. His approach changed. And I think that came with not having as many live at-bats because he was playing every day, and he was in a good groove. Then you give him a couple days off, and it looked like he just couldn't get back into that groove. Yeah, I think that was what a lot of players, like you saw, like even with like the Braves and the Dodgers, like I could say I watched a lot of that Braves series because I was praying for their downfall. But – um, like you saw, um, what's it? Swanson on a, on a contract literally could be his last games playing as a brave. And I think he got like one or two hits, you know, uh, who else? Uh, Austin Riley was like, he had like an under 100 batting average. Trey Turner was like the only person on the Dodgers to end up showing up. Uh, who else on the other side? The Yankees, obviously, you see the entire Yankees uh, lineup. Like, their entire lineup didn't show up for that break out uh, the Guardian series. Yeah, and no. The Astros are going to end up I, getting that perfect perfect playoffs. They're going to they're gonna sweep the Phillies, and then we'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, again, th- there was a lot of things that could have factored into that, that loss, but at the same time, I think it starts with getting rid of the analytics department and getting rid of um, Cashman. I think Cashman makes good moves, but at the same time, the uh, analytics department is so heavy in the Yankees organization that Boone has no – he says he does, but he doesn't get to manage the game. Everything no, he doesn't. Is no, 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 no. Cashman calls from the dugout, you know, does his thing. Tells It's, it's, scripted, like, it's scripted like a football game, the first 10 plays of a football game. They have everything scripted. They have lanes that they want pitchers to get into. There's no feel for a baseball game. That's why I think the Mets did well with Buck Showalter because he was able to manage. Yeah, no. People wanted Buck fired, bro. I I, I think that's fucking crazy. What, what I think is crazy is they lost that series and people are like, don't worry, Buck is safe. Like, he should be. It's been one season. It's crazy. You fire a who had a winning record and got into the playoffs after one year. He made some questionable calls, but the, every manager does. So, 
no, no fans are ever going to be happy with every call a coach makes in any sport. Because when it doesn't work, everybody's upset it didn't work. But when it works and it's a questionable call, you're, you're, the, you're a genius. Yeah. I don't know. New York, New York sports is just, they're great in the regular season. And then they're just going to be shit in the postseason. Like you see the Giants and the Jets playing really well right now. You got the Knicks and then uh, the Nets season just starting and they're looking pretty good. Got the Mets and the Yankees both being 100, 101 win did team. You hear Stephen, wait, did you hear Stephen A's comments after the Knicks won the, the, lost that first game in overtime? No, I didn't. But that game, well, what did he say? Let's hear it. This is a playoff team. If they play like this every single game of the year, this is going to be a playoff team. They're making the playoffs. You don't agree? I, I think they will. But at the same time, after the first game, overtime loss, the playoff they team. They played very well. If R.J. Barrett didn't fucking shoot, I think he shot four for 17. And he had like. It, it, truth be told, having a point guard is going to be the best thing for them. That's Brown, they looked really the good. And they finally used Cam Reddish the way that they're supposed to. Cam Reddish did not touch the ball at like at all last year. And now he's finally touching the ball. And what he's dropping, well, I think he's averaging 15 so far, which is what exactly what you want. So they, they, they keep that up. They look better than the Nets right now. Hey, Mitch, you got anything to add? No, Mitch is just chilling. Right, I'm actually doing MCAT. I'm doing MCAT flashcards, by the way. <laughs> I haven't heard from you in a little while. Me and Frankie have been dominating this one. Yeah, I was gonna chime in, but you two kept going back and forth. I was gonna say, like, you guys see uh, what I'm doing? I keep refreshing my the question that I put on Chegg. Because <laughs> the homework's due at three thirty-five tomorrow, so like maybe if they want to answer a little faster, and I well, gotta... Matt, I was gonna ask you. I asked Frankie this last time, but it's just weird to me how MLB and NBA players, like the stars, get traded so often, or they re-sign with other teams than the teams they that they drafted with. Like I just find that weird as hell because you don't see you don't see that happen in hockey too often. I think you're gonna start seeing it more. Really, Johnny Hockey, I think, is kind of like starting that. Well, no. How long has he? How's how long has he been in uh, Calgary for? Like he was there for. He wasn't there that long. He wasn't there for too long, but he was there long enough to make a significant impact. Like that's not like okay. One two examples I can literally I can think off the top of my head is Nazem Kadri and Phil Kessel. Right off the top of my head, two guys that are suitcasing in the NHL. <laughs> Cause you have Nazem Kadri who started off on the Leafs, right? Then yeah. went over to Colorado and now he's in Calgary. He's a really big name. He's 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 a he's a household name. You ask I mean, you him, have Keith what what about Keith Yandel? He was in Arizona for, mo- for his entire career. For most of it, but he became a suitcase at the end. Well, that's different. That's different. When players are are towards the end of their career, then they become suitcase because they want to make room for the young for the youngins. That's different. 
I mean guys who are in their prime or going into their prime. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I can say. I mean, like, you look at late 20s, early 30 guys in the MLB and the NBA going team to team every season. Like, even the NFL, well, even, even some players in the NFL. Right, but those are, like, player-dominated leagues. Like, when you look at it, like, from an aspect of social media and all that stuff, those are player-dominated leagues. Players have more personality. Players have more of a reputation outside of the sport. They they bring in popularity to their teams. They get to dictate what goes on. And also, outside of football, it is kind of a smaller roster. I get there's 26 guys on a baseball team. There's only 12 on an NBA team. Only five of the stars. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, I, I don't know about you guys, but from someone who primarily watched hockey and has teammates that know football, baseball, basketball, and even you guys who know those sports a lot as well, I just find that really odd that, like, again, you, you, don't, you won't see Crosby ever leave the Pens, even in, his, in, in the last three years of his – last two years of his career, he's playing out his, his, um, his tenure with the Pens. Same thing with Malkin. We were, we almost saw Malkin leave the Pens. I mean, truthfully, same with Taze and um Kane in Chicago. Yeah, exactly. Like they're Kane's like thirty four, right? Thirty three, thirty four years yeah. old. Taze is like thirty five right now. So like that that's the whole thing. I just don't. I find that just really weird sometimes. And no, I. I I, I understand where you're coming from. It's just I think the players dominate the other leagues so much more. And in hockey, it's not such a star-centric league. I I guess, I mean, it could be. Because look at the Huberto trade, the Huberto-Kachuk trade. That, yeah, like, I mean. You get those big blockbuster trades sometimes. and Right, but it's not the players saying, hey, you're trading me. Yeah, it's it's just management saying I think we're getting a really good deal out of this. So well, let's make it happen. Yeah, in in other sports, it's the player going, "Hey, this is the deal I want you to make. You're making it. Otherwise, yeah. I'm just not going to play for you." Yeah. See, I don't I don't like that. Where the players have have their own egos that they have to upkeep. I that's that's not how a player should be, or even like okay. We're we're not pro athletes. We're not um, we're not. Far going, from it. Yeah, we're the furthest you can get from a pro athlete. Literally the furthest. My, my EP says retired. <laughs> hey, mine still says ACHAD too. <laughs> hey, no one has to know with club. It, all I say is I'm playing D two hockey or college hockey. <laughs> same thing. So, like. I get we're the furthest thing away, but even we have, like, some – like, even in juniors, I didn't want to leave Aviator because it's 20 minutes away from my house. But did I have offers to? Yeah, absolutely. Like, if you're – I mean, I can't say nothing. I suitcased around junior hockey. Yeah, you were you were literally a suitcase. You played for for the, for the Eels for, what, two years? Two. I spent two years with Eels, one year in Jersey – one month in Aviator and uh, ah. the rest of the season in Great Falls. <laughs> but then I, but but 
to my point, I did end up living in Great Falls for the next three years. <laughs> I mean, look, I don't, I don't know if I should say this name, but I know one kid from Brooklyn who is a suitcase and a half, where he played for like four or five teams in three years. Um, man, I think you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. Yeah, so that like. What do I? Hey, Frankie, keep drinking. I mean, technically, your your buddy's a suitcase at this point. No, he is. He is. Like, doesn't people don't look don't ask why you were a suitcase? They just say, "Oh, he's a suitcase." People. Uh, I mean, sometimes it doesn't matter. I mean, at the same time, it, see, junior hockey is a little different because you got to figure out where's going to be the best place for you to advance your career, and where's going to help you the most. Yeah, but again, coaches who look from the outside in don't care. They look at they look at what like they must think. Oh, something must have happened in this team, and they they traded him away, or he had to leave for some reason. Like that's that's what Sacco was telling me when I wanted out Aviator my second year or my first year. Like so, that's what I was told because he said that even even in the Aviator office, they were saying I'm a suitcase. So. I mean, I'm also now on the coaching side of it. I I look at players and I see guys who play for three or four teams, but I also look at it as this situation. But he goes to this place and that's closer to home, so maybe something happened here. Maybe he got traded there. Maybe he just went back home. There's so many things that we don't know, and we can only find out from talking to a player that we can't always just judge it. Yeah, most coaches don't talk to their the players they're recruiting. Most coaches don't do that, and that's what I've noticed on the on the player end. And going to all these showcases and tournaments, and actually talking to some of these coaches, they they don't really ask like, "Oh, why did you leave here? Oh, why did you go there?" Only I got to I, mean, I got to I got to Rutgers, and they asked me why I'm leaving. That was a, I mean, was you went on you went on a trip, recruiting trip with me, so you kind of got like the way I handle stuff. It, it's always best to know the player, like. In the end, this junior hockey is for players. It's not for me. Yeah, you're not. You're I, not I had you're my not career. Doing... I had my career. It, it's over now. Now I'm focusing on helping you, the player. So, it is nice to know their story and what they're going through, just so okay. you could help give them the best experience. Also, talking about us being older. Um, we were do, uh in our our workout today. We were doing box jumps, and there was one kid who is three years younger than me and he's doing box jumps that are like up to like my belly button and i'm not i'm not a tall kid i'm like you i'm five ten, and he, I, i'm just like he he's like oh it's so easy like i'm just I, I told him i'm just i'm like dude i my my breaks meaning my hips don't work like they used to my <laughs> knees dude, I- I'm watching some of the kids on my team do their workouts. And even in my prime, like, there's one kid on the team who just easily bench-pressing 100-pound dumbbells. Easy. For reps. Yeah, Not even me. for max. Just reps. I, I'm Even in my prime, I don't think I broke 50. Yeah, I the, the highest I went was 70s in each hand. Yeah, I, I can't imagine getting up that high. Like, 50 was it for me. Yeah, and God bless. 
How are you doing now, Frankie? You don't sound like you're talking too much. Oh yeah, once it once it went from baseball, basketball, then to hockey. No, nah, that's when I grabbed the alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I need mean, anything hockey related at this point. You just need something. But it's been uh, so long since I've had like a drink. It's ridiculous. Damn. Not me. Can't can't be me. I <laughs> I, I drank Saturday. Wasn't me this weekend. Won't be me this upcoming week. You know, <laughs> this weekend about to go crazy. I've been looking at this fucking wiener on my fucking wall for like. Hey um, yo, hey yo, <clears throat> hold up. You want me? To... Nah. You nah, do you not like wieners. Yeah, look how big it is. Hey yo, <laughs> hey yo. Yeah, man. No, well, so we, we, we had a kid lose uh, the Bender shootout, Mitch. So for the punishment, he had to sing a song on the bus and have to dress in a uh, Minions onesie. <laughs> That's fire. Trip. I'll send think, you that video later. I think for when I played in Wilkes-Barre for the that shootout, they, uh, the guy had to wear a pink helmet for the next weekend. Until, oh no! Until he until there's a new loser for that shootout, and they and it was yeah. like and it was like a random thing. He had to wear a pink helmet in every game in practice until there was a new loser. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna do the. I think I'm gonna just continue with the costumes for the bus trip. That's actually funny. But wait, no, I gotta ask this before we end it. Okay, we all know so, what's happening with Kanye and and. Everything, social media, what he's what he's doing, that podcast and everything, and how he, today, as of today, he was. Adidas is no him. no longer signing him. No, no, no. Yeah. Adidas dropped him. Uh, who else dropped? Everyone's him? dropping him. Yeah, no, he's getting dropped left and right now. Now he's getting he's he cancel culture is happening with him. What next big celebrity do you think it's going to happen to? Just just a random guess, just because you know. We wouldn't expect Kanye to get canceled, you know, because he's Kanye. Oh, we all ex- – th- I'm surprised it took this long. No, 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 no. I, I, there are some people that you have to consider uncancelable. No. There are those Kanye's people. They just, their fan base is too big, you know? No, nah, Kanye's been trending too close to it for too long. Like, it, it was bound to happen to him. Um. Yeah, but it happened today. Mitch, so I want to know what do you, who what you think is next. I was gonna like the first thing that came to my head was Eminem. No, Eminem is uncancelable. They've been trying to get him for years, for twenty plus years. No, he's he, no way. Sorry. Yeah. Gonna distract on the gay people. Wait, that he wait, could wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh there's gonna be a little controversy on this one, but Harry Styles. I can see it. Because yeah, once again, fan base is I have I have a Harry Styles expert right now on my on the phone. Hi. And so the recent news from Harry Styles is that um he apparently cheated on his girlfriend Olivia Wilde with Florence Pugh, the uh, his co-star in his new movie, Don't Worry Darling. Terrible movie, by the way. It was not a good movie. Amazing movie. And he got it wrong. Um, Damn. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so there's a little controversy going with that, that he cheated on his current girlfriend with his co-star. Who, by the way, his current girlfriend casted into the movie? 
That's a rough go. <laughs> brutal. That, You've seen worse. On that huh? note, on that note, stay toxic, my king. For my pick, I'm gonna pick The Rock. Why? Why him? Wow. I don't know why, but I feel like out of anyone who no one would ever expect, I feel like he did at least one thing, and someone's going to find it. I feel like there's so many people who love The Rock that there's just one person digging up every little thing that this guy's so you done. Could, you could say the same about Kevin Hart, then. Kevin Hart's been canceled once. Since when? Yeah, no, yeah, something he got happened. Canceled, he got canceled when he was hosting the Oscars. No, I don't think it was that. Yeah, they, they canceled him for the gay joke he made. What? Wait, was it's been was, a few it's been a few years. years. Was, Imagine what that would have happened if he made it now. Was oh, Will no, Smith now he still for the slap? What? Was Will no, Smith? Oh no, that was Will. That was uh, that was what the uh, uh Chris Rock, right? Oh, like no, Chris. Will Smith was the one that slapped Will Chris Smith, Rock. Who... Yeah. Was he canceled for that or no? It was in 2018, uh, I, I mean, uh, the Kevin Hart. Will Smith's been taking a hit for a while now. Well, oh, yeah, wait, hey, I got I got a good one that no one no one's probably gonna expect, but I'm saying Mr. Oh. Mr. Beast. Yes, yeah, I could see it, Mr. The YouTuber, Beast. Mr. Beast. He, he just got over 100 million. You know, he does all those uh, challenge videos where you make money. You know, all those YouTubers copy him. Uh, I feel like there's gonna be something that comes out where like he doesn't he like doesn't treat the the people who were in the video Actually, right? something like that. Fact, fun fact: I watched a TikTok about Mr. Beast, and apparently he was sick in high school baseball. And yeah, had he was a, really good at baseball. Yeah, high school. And level. he had D one offers to play baseball. He like, didn't do it. He pursued YouTube, and look at it. And it worked out for him. I guess. So yeah, I think it's gonna be him. Not like I'm praying. Well, for you him. know what? Doesn't hey, matter. you know what? Social media worked out for him. Hopefully, it starts working out for us eventually. All right, everybody. This has been the Boys of 718. I'm Matt. We got Smith. We got Frankie. <laughs> we, we got Frankie. We don't know why Frankie's here, but we're rocking with him. We love you guys. We love talking to you every week or every other month at this point. But we will get back on track. We appreciate all the listens. We appreciate the follow. Go follow the boys at 718 on Instagram and Twitter. Have a great week, everybody. Good night. And Frankie still gets no bitches. You're right.